Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 82 of Our Weird Life. My name is Jodie. And my name is Jack. And um, yeah, it's episode 82. But it probably should be 83, right, Jack? Yeah, we uh, we missed last week's episode. We missed last week's episode. Huge apologies to everyone that was awaiting <laughs> that episode. Yeah, we're sorry. It's like last week, actually just recently things have been so hectic and with us leaving Japan um, towards the end of this year, there's so much that we have to prepare and just everything got on top of us this week and we sat down to record the podcast. Everything was set up. And we just, our moods were just so low. Our energy was so low. (laughs) We were so tired. And I said to Jack, like, I feel miserable listening to this. So I don't really, like, want to put it out there kind of thing. Our energy was just not there last week. So Yeah, I think it would have been about it. I mean, especially, I think the the mood (laughs) everywhere is pretty dour. It's not that great right now. So the last thing we want to do is add our uh, tiredness into there too. Yeah, just like... Hi, how are you Welcome guys? to episode 82. <laughs> no, you weren't that bad. But. Of our sad life. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, no, we just, it was just one of those weeks where, yeah. That's the only one we've ever missed though, out of 82 It's episodes. kind of annoying in it a way, isn't it? It is kind of really? annoying, yeah. We haven't missed a single week in mm-hmm. a year and a half. Or, yeah. Well, almost a year and a half, I suppose. The thing is, though, like, it's important to to look after yourselves. And I think last week that was not a priority for us. Like, we were definitely rushing around, doing too much. Um, it snowed very heavily again. So you were outside shoveling all morning. And then you came in to do the podcast and you were absolutely <laughs> exhausted. Yeah, I've got um, so I didn't have much energy to, uh, to... I mean, it's not that easy. Look, we could sit down every single day. And yeah. do a podcast and have a conversation, but I don't know. It's it's just can, sometimes it's just not. We just it just wasn't. Last there. week it wasn't worth know. it, was it? Because it wouldn't have been a very good. I think so. Um, product. Yeah. <laughs> that we had. Yeah. Um, and and we didn't want to feel like we were just putting it out there because. Yeah, exactly. That was never the point of this. We were, no. The reason that we do it is to to just record our time here and so you know. Even listening back to that, we'd probably think, oh, remember that really? Remember that week where <laughs> we were just so, so exhausted. stressed yeah. and exhausted, yeah. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> so uh, it was probably for the best. Anyway, regardless, we hope that you're doing well. Yes. And uh, oh, Sorry, we missed you. It's nice to have you back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then, so the snow is kind of melting actually, Jack. Yeah, I'm. I'm quite. I'm done with winter. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm glad to see the back of it now. Anyway, we had mm-hmm. a real nice sunny day yesterday. It was nice. We went outside. Yeah. Actually, this really funny thing happened. So me and Jack had our like morning coffee outside. It was quite nice. It was sunny, and I was literally in shorts. I don't even know what's wrong with me. I was in shorts. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Just in our pyjamas, like, outside, drinking coffee and sitting in the sun. We weren't sitting, we were standing because there was snow everywhere. But anyway, um, Jack points up at the roof. Just above our door, there's, like, a little porch. And he was pointing at this snow, this piece of snow which was coming off the roof. And he said to me, that snow has been moving since we've been out here. And I said, no, it hasn't. You're just imagining it. It hasn't moved at all. And Jack said, that snow is 
slowly sliding off the roof and it's about to fall and it was curved around it looked like an overgrown toenail didn't it you know like on the car <laughs> like a cartoon <laughs> like a fungal toenail yeah it was like like a well overgrown it was like curving round and it would have been so satisfying to watch it fall and I said to Jack no we're gonna end up standing here all day it's not moving so he said fine and we went inside and Literally, we shut the door. It must have been the vibration from the door. Or, Probably, yeah. I don't know. But anyway, we heard this huge, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> and Jack said, no, oh, my gosh, it was the, the snow. And we went outside and... There it was. It had all fallen off the roof. It I was... mean, it's probably for the best that we'd already gone inside the house because that would have probably come on our heads. Yeah. You know. It was pretty funny, though, because <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, I told you, I told you it was moving. You underestimate my snow dog. Yeah, you have a good snow dog, Jack. <laughs> Jack's been literally, like, picking up the slabs of snow. It's unbelievable. It's, like, so compact. I've never seen anything like it before. Literally what would you say, half a foot mm. of just ice mm. uh, that I was able to, <laughs> like, pick up off the floor as a huge, big, like, tablet of ice. Yeah, it's totally unnecessary. We didn't. We don't need to move that at all, but... No, um, good exercise, though. Yeah, and Jack lifted it up and, like, pried it up in this huge slab of ice. This was just right outside our door as well. Yeah. But then in the evening, we were surprised to find, we think we might have unearthed a wasp's nest or a hornet's nest. I don't even know how it's possible. But there was a hornet in our house yesterday. Keep in mind, <laughs> it is minus 12 today <laughs> at Celsius in Japan. What the hell is a wasp doing? <laughs> and there was a wasp, a hornet, a full size, like it was huge in our house and we were so surprised and we realised that because we had the door open as well and we think when when Jack, when you unearthed, <laughs> when you lift up that big slab of ice, I reckon that wasp thought, hello, hello spring, good <laughs> it's morning. It's time to wake up now. Yeah, and, and I think it somehow made its way into our house, well, with the door open. That's how I mean, its behaviour was very weird as well because it, it was, was attached as well. to... How would you even describe the walls in the house, Joe? Um, Other than cardboard. It's like sandstone. Yeah, I suppose so. You know what the house is in Bath? Yeah, it's got this. It's got <laughs> a sandy texture, hasn't yeah, it? If you touch it, it the sand comes off. See if you can hear this. It sounds like sandstone. Do you think they can hear that? Yeah. Should I put the microphone closer? I can hear it. It's fine. Can you hear that? Yeah. That's so. so. This is me knocking on the wall. You can hear all the wood, like. <laughs> yeah. That's our wall. That's a wall, by the way. <laughs> of our house. Walls shouldn't make that sound. <laughs> it's like hollow. Um, but, the, yeah, the hornet was attached. It seemed like it was digging, actually, We're trying to burrow mm. into this because... Yeah, it's soft. You, know. you could definitely burrow into it. Yeah. I've, I've tried to hang up a few things and took half the wall down. So I'm slightly fearful now that we do have a... Um, a hibernating nest somewhere. Mm. But it was slow, did you notice? It was very slow. It was very slow, which makes me think it just woke up. Mm. It was just shocking mm. to see that at the end of February. It's, I mean, it's pretty much the coldest point that you get in Japan. Now. That is why I love winter, there is no bugs. Oh, it's brilliant to be able to... That's the irony, though. We went outside yesterday, 
had the door wide open whilst yeah. we were digging outside. Yeah. And we made a point of saying, oh, don't have to worry about those. Yeah. <laughs> those darn brakes getting in. <laughs> like in the summer, there's times where you run to your car because there's so many hornets. Yeah, towards the end of last year, actually, it was one of the same kinds. Mm-hmm. They were just attacking the car. Yeah, they were. It's so hot and it, you know, whips them up into a fury. I'd, I, I would come home from work and as soon as I parked on the drive, these wasps would, or hornets, would surround my car yeah. and I couldn't get out. I'd just be sitting in my car, like, roasting. <laughs> they were just ready in formation, weren't they? <laughs> yeah. Attack! I think they, they must have had a nest on the drive somewhere because why would they why else would they attack the cars i don't know yeah i remember towards i think it was the end of autumn last year i found one of the queens mm. in the in the dirt somewhere i don't even know why i was looking in dirt around the house yeah you were quite obsessed with that it does become year. an obsession though because you feel <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we live in this little box and you feel like it's like a it. fort that mm. you have to protect and <laughs> the enemy Get away from my fort. Is the bugs. Mm-hmm. So. Especially when they could kill us. <laughs> yeah. There was a slight <laughs> element of danger in it. Speaking of things that can kill you. Uh-oh. Dun, dun, dun. The other day, I'm my... So sorry, by the way. My nose is so blocked. I don't know why. Apologies. I think it's the heat in here. We have a heater on. And sorry Do you want to blow your nose? It's fine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so my mother sent me a picture of daffodils that were coming up in her garden and they're my favorite flower daffodils are my favorite flower they are and they bloom right before my birthday so it always reminds me of like happy time and easter i love easter i love all the colors of easter and um yeah so i just i just love daffodils anyway (laughs) i was searching daffodils to show my students what they look like and that's when I found out that they were act- they're actually toxic. Are they really? They are. And um, the, I think if, if you eat any part of the plant, it will cause symptoms of nausea, vomiting, ad- abdominal pain and diarrhea. No way. Yeah. So you mean and it, is that the same as if you, you know, you touch a daffodil or something? Um, so you pick up a daffodil and you mess with the petals? Do you reckon that would give you the same kind of, you know, if you, says, if you then ingest the... If, if it touches your, your mouth or anything like that, it will cause you immediate pain. There's like a burning sensation on your skin. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, and I, I just thought back to when I was young because I loved daffodils so much. I used mm. to lie in the daffodils. Do you remember that one time we met up Yeah. for a drink and yeah. I got a bit intoxicated <laughs> and I sat in the daffodils? Yeah. That could have been it. Well, you will the following day. <laughs> I don't remember. But the reason... My, so my uh, students told me that often in Japan and... Um, and actually, this happened, I think happens in the UK too, but it's very common in Japan that people will go out and pick flowers mm. um, and, and different foliages to eat. Like we've been to restaurants before where they've they've made um, different plants into tempura. Yeah, it's quite common. Well, the stems of the daffodil are often mistaken for Chinese chive, uh-huh. which is used a lot in, like, say, gyoza, of for course. instance. Yeah. But it's used in a lot of Japanese cooking. So many people get very ill from mistaking the stems 
for so, Chinese. So before tribes. they've bloomed, basically. Yeah, and they, they I know look you identical. Mean, they are very um, thin, kind of pointy mm-hmm. stems, aren't they? Yeah. So they look the same as chives. Please be careful if you uh, if you're thinking about picking some Chinese chives out your garden. But then it moves me on to the point of other flowers that we didn't know were poisonous. Because I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, mm. I used to pick every single flower, everything going. I was always messing with flowers and turning them into perfumes and selling them for 50p. I never made a perfume, but I, I, I mean, I distinctly remember. I could have been remember. selling poison. You to could? like my neighbour. How much diarrhea did you inflict on people, Jodie? Exactly. <laughs> no, I, I remember like... making daisy change and, you know, scrambling around in the grass and the dirt. And you just do that as a kid, don't you? Yeah, I used to eat dirt. <laughs> so that's what kind of child I was. <laughs> I was wow. not afraid of. I wonder how many times you got ill because of something like that. Well, I don't recall ever, but kids are ill all, all the time. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't necessarily you wouldn't associate know, you? it with something like a... You'd say, oh, they've got a stomach bug or oh, something. Oh, you brush the daffodils. <laughs> no, no no, parent ever says that to the kid, do they? But I don't, I don't ever recall <coughs> that happening. The only thing... I remember having a... You know those huge leaves? Is it a dock leaf? And you would rub it leaf, if you yeah. got stung by... Uh, was that actually true, by the way? Or was that just one of those things that, you know... I think it... I don't know. I don't remember ever, like, going away, but I used to get stung all the time. Yeah, I remember getting a lot of nettle... uh, Nettle stings, that's it. Anyway, so I found some flowers, if you're interested, since we're coming into spring, that are very dangerous, and um, honestly, I'm very shocked by some of these. Let's hear it. I'm intrigued. this one flower is called a a monk's hood, and it's a purple flower. Uh, It's commonly mistaken for horse radish but the bulbs can actually kill a grown adult what? and touching the leaves with bare hands may result in numbness <laughs> it's got some yeah. kind of like paralyzing effect it's what like they're called purple indigo Monk, flower monkshood. monkshood i've definitely heard of those before the thing is they're a very nice purple color they look the, very appealing these are very common i would pick those up and give them to you yeah. <laughs> not, not anymore, but... Oh, so, yeah, so Jack, every anniversary, so for our wedding, uh, we had uh, hydrangeas at our wedding um, yeah. because it was so last, not last minute, but we had like eight weeks to plan our wedding before we came to Japan. And um, uh, the flowers was the one thing I couldn't get. I could get our wedding flowers, but I couldn't get the venue flowers mm. and... Like just nobody could provide me with that amount of flowers for such a short in such a short amount of time. Um, so my neighbour had a beautiful like hydrangea bush, and he very kindly let me pick as many of those as I wanted. So, and because our wedding was during that time when they were in, in bloom, it was that season for the hydrangeas. Every time it comes around, it just reminds us of that time so yeah, really but in japan they have so many hydrangea bushes and uh, so anyway jack often goes and picks hydrangeas from the side of the road which my students thought were very funny by the way jack <laughs> my older students thought that was hilarious so last year was probably the most risky like, risky or precarious situation <laughs> i've been in with picking these hydrangeas because i had to drive up into like the higher parts of 
I don't know if you can call it mountains, but let's call it into the hills. Okay. To uh, to go and pick some. And every now and again, when when there's no snow around, I will drive from two places that I work at, but I take the long route round because it's just more more interesting to look at. Um, and over the past, let's say, two weeks prior to this, um, I'd seen about three bushes with different colour hydrangeas. So I sort of pinpointed <laughs> them out. And I was like, okay, I need to go back to those areas. So funny. Get, get them off and then I can take them back. And obviously it had to be, you know, the day before at least, mm. our anniversary. So the day before I went and I t- took my drive into the hills. <laughs> <laughs> the first one I got fine. Uh, but I forgot to, to take a pair of scissors with me or shears or anything. I didn't oh, have anything, no, so I just had my well, hands. The second one was a was a problem because this old guy pulled up in his little white van and he was just strolling around and he wouldn't go away. Uh-oh. So I had to go back and forth like three times. There was nowhere else to stop wow. either. Um, this is just wait for him to go. And then the last one... Man, these flowers, they were stuck in that bush. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was wrestling with this one plant, trying to, like, heave it out. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. Oh. And a cart drove past me as well. I was just like, what are you doing, you insane oh, person? Um, but we got them in the end. Yes, we did. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I love it every time. Because you can't really, you can't buy hydrangeas in there. Well, you have bought them in a plant before. You bought me flowers last year with them in. I, I suppose so, but they tend to only be very... You just get like sprigs of them, don't you? You don't yeah. get very much. Um, and also cause, because of the way that they grow, they're just in these big, like, bulging Bush. bushes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The stems are so tough, though. Yeah, they're really I just sick. couldn't break them. Jack's going to have a pair of shears. For the, his anniversary gift next time. <laughs> yeah, with me at all times. They would have, honestly, it would have come in handy so much. One of these days you're going to get caught. You're was, facing public property. Honestly, I was dreading some local resident calling the police or something. Mm. So this idiot is <laughs> stealing my hydrangeas. This guy, Jin, is coming here. Yeah. <laughs> like, they didn't belong to anyone. They, they were just part of the forest, you know. I think they were anyway. <laughs> yeah, because no one looks after the parks, Jack. No, that's a good point, isn't it? <laughs> Someone they're probably taking pictures of me, you know. Who is this criminal? They change depending on the soil, don't they? The acid in the soil. I remember you saying that before. Yeah. So the next plant is foxglove. Okay, I've definitely heard about foxgloves before. Also, this sounds so amazing. A member of the snapdragon family. Ooh. This stunning or, or ornamental sports lovely bell flowers that bloom in many very vibrant colours. Where have I heard that before, Snapdragon? I don't know. Anyway, here's what they look like. I think this is quite a popular flower. These are also very pretty. Pink, this one is, this picture. Um, ingesting the flowers, seeds, stems or leaves of this attractive plant can be poisonous causing symptoms ranging from vomiting and diarrhea to wild hallucinations delirium and even death whoa so they're they're kind of hallucinogenic 
Well, I guess, but I wouldn't recommend that because this you can also is die. absolutely not a recommendation to have anything to do with foxgloves. By the way, do not go out and pick them <laughs> for <laughs> any kind of radical uh, experience. <laughs> Over time, this plant has picked up a host of sinister names like dead man's balls and witch <laughs> <laughs> and witch's gloves. Oh god, if that isn't enough to put you off, dead man's balls. Dead dead man's balls. How random. This is, um, (laughs) I got this information from bobvilla.com, by the way, and the article is called 10 Pretty Plants You Didn't Know Were Poisonous, if you are interested in reading or looking at these plants. I mean, that's the thing. I I knew a lot of these, um, let's say the the foxglove one, I've heard of that being poisonous, but I didn't realise it was, you know, could be so serious. It's a very, it's a nice looking plant too. I wouldn't even know it was a foxglove. If I saw it, but I will now. You will now. It does have, you know, on the inner, uh, the inner part of it, it does look a bit suspect, doesn't it? It's all mm. like the little black rings. Yeah. I think it just surprises me that because obviously like bees and things go into these plants. Mm. And so it mustn't be poisonous to them. I suppose not. But like, it's just weird that it's poisonous to humans and i guess maybe some animals that would try and eat it actually i was reading yesterday after the wasp thing happened um i I was reading articles about them appearing in winter and apparently many hornet stings um are not that uh what's the word venomous to bears and other Mm. animals they just they've developed some kind of natural immunity to them i think over time whereas humans are just (laughs) Run away. Big old targets, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry, carry on. This plant, I I think it might have been featured in Breaking Bad. Oh. This is a castor bean. Right. Uh, it's grown for its striking large lob, lobed, lobed? Lobed. Lobed leaves and attractive flowers, which I would have to disagree, actually. I don't think they are attractive flowers. They're like spiky little red balls. Um... The seeds of the castor bean plant contain one of the deadliest poisons around. Do you know what this is, Jack? Ricin. Yes, it's ricin. Mm. Best remove it from your yard if you have children or pets live it or, or keep livestock. This is what it looks like. It's a very unusual looking... It's very spiky. Flower, it's like, keep it? away from me. I contain ricin. Wow. That's what that flower says to me. It's red and spiky. It is lethal, isn't it? I mean, there's other flowers, you know. We don't need this one. No. (laughs) (laughs) We don't need this in our lives. So this, the next one, is absolutely hilarious to me because there is, I cannot even tell you the amount of time I picked these berries. Okay. I didn't eat them, but I picked them. I feel like I know what you're going to say because I'm almost certain I picked... A little red ones. Yeah. (laughs) So... Uh, I think I think maybe even birds eat these berries. I feel like like these are very common yeah. in the UK. I feel like I see. Anyway, it's called a pyracantha. Pyracantha. Yeah. Um, and the thorns, uh, which is interesting, the thorns on the plant can cause itchy, rash, or burning sensation to people with uh, sensitive skin. A simple prick can release a potent allergen, earning this plant's nickname Firethorn. 
Firethorn. Mm. What a name. If I was a plant, I wouldn't be called Firethorn. Uh, if you are very allergic to it, then uh, then even just a close encounter can cause joint pain that lasts for several days. Pretty surprising. It's this one here. Oh, how often have I seen these things? I'm pretty sure it's the same one. It might be different. They look like mini pomegranates. Except for a bit more red than the pomegranate. It's almost like a cranberry, isn't it? Cranberry, yeah, that's it too. But I'm pretty sure this is the plant that we had around our house. Yeah, they were they were all over those pla- all over the place. Those things. But on. there are also the plants that have red have thorns on them. Red berries. It yeah. might not be. It might not be. Right. The same. Pyrocanther. Hmm. Yeah, but I'm not sure if it's the same one. It does look. Who knew we were surrounded by so much danger all the time? It does look <laughs> in plant form. very similar. I just found this, by the way, as a little, uh, as a mini segue. I looked at dock leaves. Okay. Which, the amount of times as a kid, you get nettle stings. Find a dock leaf. Yeah. Rub it on your skin. It's a load of nonsense. <gasps> it's often claimed that crushed dock leaves relieve the pain because their alkaline sap neutralises the nettle's formic acid. But dock leaf sap... Is acidic too, so this cannot <laughs> be true. So basically, you're there in the park rubbing this leaf on your skin. And it does nothing. <laughs> I knew it never worked. It's like a distraction, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's um, it's it's a placebo. I think actually the only thing that it does, which is what it suggests here, is that because leaves tend to be cold or cool, mm. so you're just getting some sort of you know mini ice pack thing going on. Do you think it's called because it's called Doc? So it's like a doctor. Get the dock leaf. Yeah, get I the think dock so. in. But actually, is there anything it's, it's that relieves? It's not spelt D O C because oh. I typed in D O C and it comes up D O C K. Oh, I knew it was D O C K. No, I didn't. I thought it was like you know doc doctor kind of thing. Oh no. Um, isn't that interesting there? Mm-hmm. Is there is there any remedy for? Um, what are they called? Oh, nettle stings. Yeah, nettle stings. Uh curious about that a natural one you mean or, well you know out in nature or, i don't know just i'm just i mean to be fair, all medicine is out in nature and it really essentially uh, let's have a look wash the area with soap and water as soon as possible <laughs> i don't think i ever did that <laughs> yeah i don't think i ever washed it with soap and water cold water and vinegar mm. vinegar is a weird thing isn't it you can sort of mm. use it for just everything everything yeah kind of amazing. we used to have uh we used to have tea, uh, tea tree oil, was it? Tea tree no, oil, No, TCP. Yeah. TCP. What was TCP? That was a TCP. kind of... TCP. Uh, so that was in my cupboard, like, just always when I was younger. I think that was a staple of a medicine my, cupboard, was yes. TCP. My granddad... My granddad was an advocate for TCP. How about germaline? Was that the same thing? Remember germaline? I don't think I ever had germaline. I think germaline that's to protect... Germaline was like a, a pink cream, and it had this... It smelled like a plaster or a band-aid if you're American. Yeah. Had the same um, antiseptic qualities, you know. But, but don't you put it on before as like a barrier? Germaline? Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't Germaline. think so. No, you put it on after you've had a burn or a sting or something and it draws out um, poison. I've got to get some of this. Get a bottle of TCP. Is TCP still available? <gasps> It disappeared from our shelves in 2004 and then suddenly it came back in 2015. Well, it had it come back. With the same distinctive smell. Thanks to the new owners. 
Also, I love that it's called ointment. I just love the word ointment. I like ointment. That's a nice word. It kind of sounds like oinkment, which yeah. makes it sound cute, like yeah. a little pig, like oinkment. But it's ointment. <laughs> Dab a bit of ointment on your... Yeah, it's used to disinfect skin and relieve itching. I remember, like, I used to get stung and just cuts and if yeah if i was stung by a bee or something that was the first thing that came out of the cupboard and my granddad used to have a, like a little bottle of it mm. a little brown bottle a i don't know how old it was i don't know how old that was though do you think ointment like is a, a very british one. it sounds like a british uh, do you think it is thing? a british word ointment ointment do you think it is it's a very weird word the more i say it the more it doesn't sound like a real one ointment uh, what what would you say? Uh, American would probably say lotion, wouldn't they? Yeah, maybe. Something like that. Lotion. Anyway, it seemed like for stinging nettles that um, a dock leaf is just a complete... It's a fallacy. Just get the TCP ointment, that's all you need. Yeah. Pseudocreme would probably work too. It would indeed. Have we ever shown the... I don't think we ever have shown the town the, bell. <laughs> allowed the bell to play in full. <laughs> when the bell... When the bell plays, you can hear it in the background. We always cut it, but we maybe do. today we'll let it play. Let's just have a a mid-podcast jingle. <laughs> <laughs> so what you can hear in the background is our town bell, and we have three different bells. Yep. One at 6am, one at 12, and one at 5pm. Although for reasons that we haven't quite decided, though Jodie had a pretty good theory this morning, um, the one in the morning seems to have vanished. So. Dun, 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 dun. It's quite nice, isn't it, really? It's fine, yeah. It I, reminds you to eat, I guess. I do often lunchtime. wonder, I suppose. <laughs> well, that's what it's for. It's for the rice farmers. So, so they know, can come in yeah. from the fields. Good idea. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, 6am. I, I do often in. wonder when we go back to the UK whether subliminally my brain will be craving <laughs> The sound. the sound of a faraway chime. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yes, yeah, so Jack was saying, sorry, the one at 6am has stopped. And at first we thought it's because it's winter. So obviously the, the rice farmers aren't out there. Yeah. So they don't need, they're probably resting longer in the morning and they don't need to be woken up at 6am. Or, or not woken up, but coming from the field at 6am. Yeah. Because I think they go out really early in the morning. But then, yeah, I had a theory because <laughs> when the snow fell off the roof, it also dislodged this piece of metal, uh, which was attached to a long like wire, and I think it may have it may be attached to the speaker, which was right next to our bedroom. It would make sense because it has definitely stopped. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I guess it, that's the cause of it disappearing. <laughs> But there's obviously more speakers around the town, but the one in the morning, the closest sound to us is by the bedroom. And that speaker, I don't, I don't, well, it hasn't been playing the morning <laughs> I jingle. Think it's broken. <laughs> it's broken. Um, do you want some more flowers or is this boring? That's not boring at all. It's very interesting. Okay. Let's have a couple more flowers. Sorry, a thought just came to me actually and then Go ahead. vanished entirely. About the um, bell. Was it about the bell? I can't think. I'll, I'll come back to it. It'll jump back to me, I'm sure. Uh, okay. So this one is called the Jerusalem Cherry. It looks very similar to a cherry tomato, and it can tempt you to just, you know, pop one in your mouth. Of course. Little 
Tis the nature of the mm, uh, tomato, um, the sneaky flower. But doing so could lead to serious gastric problems and even more dire consequences for pets and young children. Oh, no. So again, if you have this in your garden, recommend digging it up. If you have uh, <laughs> get rid of it. If you have pets and young children, it looks like this. Whoa, it looks just like a tomato. Even has the same flower. It's called the winter cherry. Do you think this is one of those plants that imitates another plant in order to kill things? Absolutely. This is an intelligent plant. Clearly. Smart plant. Well, because I wouldn't know that wasn't a tomato. The leaves are very different. The leaves different, are different, I've got to yeah, say. And dark. the stems are not um, not similar at all. And the, the actual cherry looks firmer. Yeah, I know what you mean. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. It's shinier. It looks firmer. More plump. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's an interesting word, it? Plump. Plump. That's a great word. <laughs> plump. Oh, I wonder what the wordle is today. Oh, the, the old wordle. Me and Jack have been uh, doing the old wordle. Have we mentioned the wordle before? On I this, don't think this we have. Plump. I'm going to put plump as my first word. If you've never tried... <gasps> Zero. If you've never tried the wordle, W-O-R-D-L-E... I highly recommend that you try it because it's it changes every day and there's a five-letter word that you have to guess. You have six attempts to guess it. Um, if the letter turns yellow, it means it's the correct letter but the wrong position. If it turns green, it's the correct letter and the correct position. Mm-hmm. And you get six attempts. And uh, it's just good. It keeps your brain jogging, doesn't it? It does, keeps yeah. It firing on all cylinders. So let's, let's have a look at the old wordle today. So I've got one letter in the right place. You've got one letter? Yeah. Don't oh. recommend doing plump for the first word. I, See, didn't get I feel any. like that kind of gives me a clue. Shall I put plump in so we're on even Stephen playing if you, field? If you want to, yeah. P-L-U-M-P. Plump. <laughs> Zero letters. That's one whole hint. You just wasted that. Wasted. Uh, so anyway... You can continue doing the wordle if you like, Jack. Um, I, 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 I can't do that and do this at the same time. Oh, I've got four letters on the no, second try. No, you haven't. I have. One more. I mean, are the, they in the right place? Only one's in the right place. Oh, that's very complicated. But I've got then. four letters. Well, look at you. Hmm. What could that be? There are times on the wordle. You're just so convinced that, that there could not be a word that exists. Yeah. But it always is. Whenever you get it, you're like, oh, well, I'm just a fool then, aren't I? That is how it feels, yeah. <laughs> Often. So, another plant is the calla lily. <laughs> There's a lot of L's. Calla lily. Calla lily. And it can cause liver failure. Oh, no. Not so funny. No. In pets and mouths and tongues of humans swell. Uh, does it cause liver failure in us, or it doesn't say? Uh, it just says in in pets, yeah. Mm. But mm, yeah, well, our mouth would swell. I wonder what animals are able to smell. You know, because their noses are so highly attuned to mm. toxins and stuff. Generally, what do they smell? When they come across these very dangerous plants and then they go and eat them. It does sound like rain, doesn't it? I don't know. I think it's just windy. It does look windy. All the elements going on. Uh, Yeah, maybe. But have you ever noticed that some cats and dogs, sometimes they eat 
grass. Oh my goodness! <laughs> snow just fell off the roof. Snow, and it Sorry, I said that again. It. I was slightly distracted by by the snow. Yes. Um, Have you ever noticed cats and dogs eat plant some plants? I remember my dog used to eat grass mm. when he when he was not feeling very well. well they wanted, how do they know that? I just don't know. I'm gonna eat some grass so I can be sick. It's unbelievable, isn't it? It is quite, yeah. Can you imagine if we just went round chewing the grass if we <laughs> we got like upset stomachs? Well, I can't eat grass anymore. We just we. Not hmm? that I would, but I can't eat grass anymore. Why can't you eat grass? Because I don't have an appendix. Oh, true. You don't have the. Um... Apparently, that's what it was used for digesting, like types of grass. Yeah. Well, various plants. various plants yeah. that we now can't. We it don't, makes we you don't wonder eat. how many things. We now can't do that mm. we once just totally, you know, our bodies were able to handle. Or vice versa. Or vice versa. What can mm. we do now that we couldn't before? Mm-hmm. I reckon there's a lot more of those than there are, you know, things that we've lost. What do you think? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, like the thumb. The thumb's a weird one, isn't it? Yeah. The, the, what's that thing? Not disposable. <laughs> <laughs> um. Something oseable thumb. Opposable. Is that what it is? Opposable, yeah. All I can think is disposable thumb, but that's not correct. <laughs> Opposable. Yeah, like our, the use of our thumb is something that's we've um, evolved. Well, now with the phones as well, I apologise. That was my... You, that is literally what I was about to say earlier on that I forgot. Thank you, audio cue. <laughs> it... Amazes me in Japan how many musical. I thought you were thanking a sponsor or something. I was like, who's Audio Q? <laughs> no, but if there is a company called Audio Q, we'll sponsor <laughs> I us. I bet there is, you know. Um, I bet there is. Yeah, there was not a sponsor. <laughs> in Japan, there are so many little jingles that play all over the. Like, your microwave makes a funny little. The best one is the train. What does that one do? Well, they're different, aren't they? All over the place. Yeah. There's always these little... And the train. Oh, my God. The train when you go into Disney. Yes. As you get off the train, it plays one of two musical jingles. It does indeed. Like, Disney... It's that's like, real nostalgic, isn't it? Mm-hmm. They changed it. So, like, the trains all over Japan have, like, a... Hold on, I'm trying to think what train noise it makes. It pulls in and it's like... Yeah, I can't think what it is now. Oh, no. Let me try and find it on YouTube. But the one at Disney is like, um, what's the Pinocchio tune? Pinocchio one. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, When You Wish on a Star. Yeah, there's yeah. that one and there's... Um, dreams come true. Yeah. yeah. It plays that as you come into the... It's not even the park. It's breaking. It's the closest train to the park, like the station you need to get off to go to Tokyo Disney. It's That's not right, even like it? in the park. It's before you even... It's just so sweet. But there are so many of these jingles around. I mean, I heard one yesterday. It was for, um, there's a convenience store called Family Mart. It's probably like the second biggest one in Japan. And every time you walk in the door, you hear this. Yeah. I often find myself just whistling these tunes to myself. It is a thing. And actually, when you listen to Animal Crossing... It might remind yeah, me of that. Same thing, isn't it? Yeah, this is one. Oh. That's it. That's one. 
Is there other ones? That's a telephone. There's all different ones. Yeah. And it actually has the station name. This is Shinjuku. So each station has That's a different... That's so weird, you know, just hearing those. Yoyoji. Hearing those takes me straight back to that Aww. particular place. Sounds nice. This station is called Takadanobaba. Takadanobaba. Yeah, I think I remember I that place. I don't remember place. that place. I do vaguely. Oh, isn't this... That sounds very familiar. That's Meguro. Meguro. <laughs> Ring. <laughs> If you've ever been to Japan, I guarantee that at least one of these little tunes will be ringing a bell. Um, because the the subway system that they've got, is, you just hear them all the time, every stop. Oh, That's this a really one. common one. Canada. Oh, sorry, Kanda. Kanda, yeah. Akihabara. No, that's not Akihabara. That's a very jolly one, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Does that just sound like Akihabara, though? Ah. It sounds like the place. <laughs> um, what time are we on, Jack? Yeah, we could. I think it's about time to uh, to wrap up. Let actually. me just find the Disney one. Okie dokie. It's a small world. That's it. It's a small world after all. But they have different ones. <laughs> I'm going to cry when I leave Japan and listen to this I was going to say I think <laughs> when we get back to the UK we'll just be playing these to ourselves just to remind you know remind yeah. us what it felt like it, it's so weird though how those sounds they really just take you straight back to you know that place. any given place yeah um, yeah fascinating mm. Hold on, hold on, is it is this another one? Do you have another one? It's my hammer station. Oh, same one. Yeah. That's the station just that takes you to like the Disney Resort, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> um yeah, if you've ever been to Japan, there's no doubt that you you'll hear those and think, Oh, I recognise that. I've heard that before. Um Anyway, it sounds like... It's about to pour down. <laughs> a storm is about to break out, so we'll end the podcast there. Thank you very much for coming back this week. Uh, again, we apologise for missing last week's episode, but, you know, life happens, as you're all aware. Um, we release new podcasts every Sunday at 6pm, Japan Standard Time. You can find us on Instagram. Instagram seems to be the place where we sort of mainly go to now for any social media posting so you can find us on instagram at our weird life mm-hmm. also on facebook and twitter but yeah instagram is where you can see more of the the visual parts Look at the rain. of our weird life uh become part of the owl commune twitchy and this that was week horrible i don't know why i did like that <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't my favorite one you've done sorry it's all right fine um and every week you are treated to a revelatory statement and this week, because it's Evans. Even Stevens. It's Jodie. What's your um, revelation, Joe? My revelation is that plants are poisonous. 
Just just lots of plants. Loads Be aware. Of them. Loads of them. Yeah. So if you're ever curious about the plants in your garden and you just don't know, like, oh, that's interesting. Especially living here. Mm. We see so many weird plants and we eat so many things. <laughs> we don't even know what <laughs> they are. It's a wonder we are then. <laughs> Literally, because people, you know, eating a whole meal, it's like, oh, you're not supposed to eat that leaf that yeah. came with the meal. It's well, just for decoration. Like, sometimes things are wrapped in banana leaves. True. But they're huge. You're not, I don't think you're supposed to eat them. We had mm. a fish one time that was cooked in a banana leaf. Yeah, I think they were okay then when they cooked more so. But do you remember it was like, it didn't look very appetising. I don't. The fish was great, but... Yeah, you're right. Anyway, just be, you know, if, if you've got some plants in your garden, you think, oh, whatever, I'll leave those little berries, they're harmless. No. No, spring's coming. It's yeah, coming for you. Coming. <laughs> if you've got plant, uh, plants and pets and that, and children, or you're just feeling peckish, do a bit of research before. And just a side note, if you uh, if you happen to see a random guy picking or trying to haul flowers into his car from the side of the road, don't worry, he's probably just trying to get it for his wife. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a danger. He's not a weirdo. <laughs> Okay, let's leave it there. Have a great week, everyone. We'll see you next week with a brand new episode. Take care. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.